got your Bibles, take it to uh, Genesis chapter number 49. Uh, it is the same one as last week. If you do not have one, just raise your hand. And uh, maybe Miss Stacy can run one to you. They're on the back table. Genesis chapter 49 is the bedside of, of, Jake, of Jacob part 2. Miss Brunella, do you need one? You got it. Okay. Well, you don't have to run after all. <laughs> Genesis chapter number 49. We're going to be looking at the bedside of Jacob here. Uh, we've looked at just this is the last meeting that he has with his dad. The last meeting he has with his dad before his dad passes away. So, as we look at this text tonight, we are going to look at two different things. We're going to look at the battle, and then we're going to look at the blessing. Last week we looked at the bow, and how God blessed the bow. The, uh, the bow is a, is a branch of the tree, and God blessed Jacob, uh, Joseph tremendously uh, so much in verse 22, um, his introduction to uh, Joseph there as he's sitting beside him. And uh, so let's go, we've got our Bibles open, and let's go ahead and read again verse number 22, and we'll read Genesis 49 and verse 22. The Bible says, Joseph is a fruitful bow, even a fruitful bow by a well, whose branches run over the wall. The archers, verse 23, the archers have sorely grieved him and shot at him and hated him. But his bow uh, abode in strength and the arms of his hands and were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. From thence is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. Even by the God, even by the God of thy father, who shall help thee, and by the Almighty, who shall bless thee with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep, back under, blessings of the breast and of the womb. Father hath prevailed above the blessings of the of my pro, progenitors. Unto the utmost bound of the everlasting hills, they shall be on the head of Joseph, and on the crown of the head of him, separate from his brethren. So here he is, and then he goes on to Benjamin, he blesses Benjamin, verse number 29. Uh, he gives them instructions on what to do with his, how to do with his body, and verse number 33, Jacob dies. So, literally, some of the last words he said was to Joseph. So, let's look. Number one, we talked about the bow, but today, but tonight I want to talk to you about the battle. What do you mean, the battle? Think about the battle that Joseph went through in his life. In verse number 23, the Bible says, The archers have sorely grieved him and shot at him and hated him. So let's look at the battle that Joseph went through in his life. So uh, just by, as we look at this, uh, why the battle? 
Why did Joseph go through what he went through? Why did people hate him? Why did people uh, shoot at him? Why did, people, why did he go through this in his life? I don't know that there's necessarily a right answer or a wrong answer, but simply Joseph was hated. Joseph was despised. Joseph was used. Joseph was abused. Joseph was put in prison. Joseph, I mean, all these things that went against him, would you agree that happened to him? But why did that happen to him? There's many different thoughts or questions you might would have why that happened to him. Bible says in 2 Timothy 3, verse number 12, he says, Yea, and all that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Now, I'm not saying that that's the only reason why Joseph suffered those at the hands of his enemies, suffered those at the hands of his brothers, suffered those uh, for whatever reason. Uh, he suffered persecution. He suffered all those things he went through. I don't know that all of it was because he lived godly, per se, as far as the persecution goes. But you know, why else would um, he go through those things? He went through a ton of things in his life. But why? Well, I think God was, in a way, testing him. Mm -hmm. Putting him through his And also the devil was jealous of him. He knew that God favored him. And then he was totally against Joseph because yeah. of his faith in God. He couldn't stand it. He was very jealous, just like his brothers. Oh, right. His brothers were very jealous. Mostly jealousy would, would cause that to begin with. But uh, God was going to put Joseph through these trials. But he, God knew that he was going to stand up. You know, uh, you know and fight those, those, those trials and, and went over the devil. Right. The devil. The devil started. Right. Out. And it could, be, it could be an attack on the devil. It could be jealousy or whatever. I, like I said, there's not a wrong answer on the why. Anybody else? Well, I think that um, that Joseph went through that. God let him go through all of this and everything to prepare him for the job that he had when he got out of prison. Right. Because he had a lot of responsibility and everything. And how Joseph's responsibility there that, uh, you know, for seven years, he took care of his family and everything. And if he wouldn't have been prepared, I don't think he'd have been able to do the right. rule right. and to uh, take care of Egypt and his family. I, I believe that God prepared him. He went through that preparing right for the time to come to be able to do what was necessary for him to do. Right. A preparation time. Um, much like if you ever, you know, I try. I've tried my hand at gumbo. I'm not the best at gumbo. But there is a science to making a gumbo. And you have to have all the ingredients in there. And there's a way to add it at the right time, right? I mean, you don't go in and add this chick, cook the chicken at the very end, right? That's what you do, right? No, there's, a, there's steps. There's a process to get to that. But it all takes preparation to get to the finished product that you want. 
using Gumbo as an illustration, but Joseph did not become who he was in Egypt without those things taking place in his life, without the hatred, without them throwing him in the pit, without him being tempted, without him overcoming that temptation, without him being thrown in prison, without him staying in prison for years, without him being a slave, without all of those things taking place in his life, people did hate him, people did shoot at him. I mean, not physical arrows, but people did shoot at him. Um, so I do, not all, I do not think that it was just simply because he lived godly. It was also preparation to get him to where he was. I think some of it was jealousy by his brother. Some of it was caused by his dad showing favoritism to him over all the rest of his sons. That would in of itself cause jealousy from the brethren. I mean, you have a son and you show, you give, you give all of your kids dollar, except you come to your last son, you give him a hundred dollars, what kid are they going to have? I mean, that's just what took place with Jacob. Jacob caused some of that, but again, all of that was preparation to get Joseph to the place where God wanted him to be. So you say to yourself, why the battle? Why do you have heartaches? Why do you have somebody shoot against you? Why do you go through difficult times in your life? Understand that God is preparing you for what is to come. And God is preparing you to do something more and to be better. Uh, you know, the refining process of gold, uh, you heat it up and it, it pulls that impurities out of there and it becomes hotter and it becomes better and the gold becomes better. God, there is a preparation that God puts us through to make us what? Better. So why the battle sometimes? It is simply to make us better. Do you always like the battle? No. To be honest, Joseph went through a battle for about 20, 25, 20-ish years where he left home until he became leader of Egypt. He went through battle after battle after battle after battle after battle. That's That would be rough. Man. He persevered. He did persevere. But don't get to my last point yet. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it started with his family. It did. The, somebody that you wouldn't think would do what they did, they did to Joseph. That's right. And honestly, there are battles that each and every one of us have with family. You say, there's a battle with family? There is. Sometimes, as a Christian, you have to battle things with your family. Well, they don't understand. Well, why do you do that? Well, why do you go there? Why do you? Come on, man. Come and go with us, you know, instead of going to church or something of that nature. It's, it's something that you have to cross, something that you have to overcome because that's a type of a battle that you might have to go to. And family is one of the first ones. Well, why are you going down to that or there to that crazy church? I mean, or whatever it is, you know. I've heard all kinds of things. Not family per se, but I've heard illustrations or I've seen, uh, church, I've seen young people come to our church and their family ridiculed them for coming to our church. 
understand it, but it happens. A battle. But know this, that you're going to face a battle. You're a Christian. And I would love for it to be sunshine and roses, but it's not. You are going to face a battle. You are. So why the battle? To prepare him. Because of jealousy, there's uh, because he lived godly, and it's and it's evident that he lived. You say, how do you know that? Because of every step of the way, he never. There was never a time where the Bible. Well, okay, let me rephrase that. The Bible said multiple times, and God was with him, and God was with him, and God was with him, and God was with him. Why? Because it was he never stopped. Truly. Loving God and trying to be with God. And it was kind of that what we talked about last week. He was always at the well. You know, that well being God. Any other thoughts or questions before we move on to the next thing? Yes, ma'am. I think that a lot of times it's the blame for a lot of things that happen in our life. Yeah. And it's not him. No. Right. It's it's God preparing mm -hmm. things. and says, oh man, what's the devil doing now? Yeah. You know, and not that the devil doesn't work, not that he doesn't work against us, but sometimes it is our first reaction to say, well, what's the devil doing now? But the other question is, what is God trying to teach me? Yeah. You know, that's good. That's good. It is, it is true, though. It is. We want to blame the devil. We give the devil too much credit mm -hmm. when it's God actually trying to get us to do something. Anybody else? Okay, so why the battle? Who? Who was in the battle? Who was in the battle? Verse number 23. What does it say? Uh, but his bow abode in strength, and the arms of his hands. Who was in the battle? Joseph was in the battle. So this is a description of what took place in Joseph's life. So we have we understand why the battle, but who is in the battle? Joseph was, but not only was he was he in the battle, but Je Joseph was steadfast in the battle. What does the Bible say in First Corinthians? Be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. He stayed and he was steadfast and he never never stopped. Think about what he went through. Think about the disappointment that he went through, um, the discomfort that he went through. Think about the discouragement that he went through. But he never stopped. He never stopped wanting to please God. How discouraged would it be to be set in the bottom of the pit as a 17 or 17 year old boy and your brother's pushing You didn't know if you would live or die. How discouraged would you be? Why would my family do that? Why? What did I do? Right. That's right. And then they pull him up out of the pit and they sell him. Couldn't get worse? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm a slave 
Can you imagine being a slave, being, being Jacob's son, the house of Israel, the, the promised seed of Israel, the promised family that God said, I, I will bless them that bless you and I will curse them that curse you. This is God's family. And I'm a slave. And then, while being a slave, the woman of the house tries to seduce you. And then you say, no, 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 I'm out of here. She grabs your coat. Help! She yells for help. And they come to her side. And she goes, he did it. Throw him in jail. And you know, one step after another, getting smacked in the face, not literally, but emotionally, physically, spiritually, up and down, up and down in jail. And here comes the butler and the baker. Man, I, here's my chance. I'm serving them. Who they had a dream. Let me tell you what your dream means. God's given me your, man, let me tell you. And he tells them their dream. Oh, I'm getting out of here. I'm getting out of here. They're going to march right over there, tell Pharaoh, and I'm getting out of this joint. Woo! Where'd they go? They never came back. They forgot about him. There he is, sitting in jail. You tell me what goes through a man's mind sitting in jail year after year, and he knows he's right with God. He knows he did absolutely nothing wrong. He knows that he's trying to please God and do right by God, and yet he's still sitting in jail in the muck and the mire and getting his three, maybe one meal a day, two meals a day, maybe some bread and maybe some water. I mean, come on. I, I, what a chain with a chain on his wrist or his leg. I mean, the, the sorriest situation. And there he is, never forgetting about God. Never forgetting that God was good to him. Never forgetting that God was the one who placed him there and God wanted him there. And please God in jail. And he did. And he did. Wow. He never lost his faith. Never lost his faith. Never lost his faith. How easy is it for us in the heat of our battle? In the heat of our discouragement. Ever been there? In the heat of our discomfort. Whatever. All right, next thing. And discouragement's real. And discomfort is real. And disheartening is real. But what do you do? What do you do? What do you do if what if you what do you do if you're Joseph? How do you get through it? How do you get through being thrown in the pit, hated by your brothers, accused of a wrong that you know you didn't do? How do you do how do you get through it? Through the faith of the Lord. The well. The well. The well. The well. The well. But I'm going to tell you, your discouragement may not be the same as Joseph's, but you will be there one day. And discomfort that you may face may not be exactly like Joseph's, but you will be there one day. Disheartening, you will be there one day. And without the well, you won't persevere. 
And without the well, this guy won't persevere. I don't care how strong you are, how physical you... Man, I just pull up my bootstraps and go. If you don't have the well, you'll never survive. If he didn't have the well, he would have never went through that battle like he did. And persevere. He won the battle. He won the battle with verse number 24. Look what it says. His bow. Whose bow? Joseph's bow. His hands. Whose hands? Joseph's hands were made strong because of all the weightlifting he did. Right? Because of all the time that he spent working out. Because of all the time that he read all the self-help magazines, right? No. The reason he won, the reason he persevered, the reason he did that was because the Bible says he was made strong by the hands of the mighty God. The only way that he persevered, the only way that he won was because of the only way it happened. Mm -hmm. It was personal. His foe. It was power. It was in the strength of God. He was persistent. He abode there. He stayed there. When the going got tough, he got up and he went. When it got hard and he was discouraged and he was upset and he didn't know where to go, he went back to the well. He went back to the place he knew he could find strength. That is where we need to go when we are upset, when we're discouraged, when we're discomforted, when we're disappointed, when we don't know what to do. We need to go back to God for strength. Right? In Ephesians chapter 6, he talks about the whole armor of God. You've heard it. You've read it. You've seen it. In verse number 10 in Ephesians chapter 6, he says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. But you've got to put it on. And you've got to be strong in the Lord. Joseph was strong in the Lord. He didn't get strong by his own physical strength. He got strong by God. And the only way that you will persevere and make it through I'll tell you, and you know this, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. You will experience disappointment. You will experience dis, uh, discouragement. But if you don't go to the well for your strength, you will stay discouraged. You will stay discomforted. You will stay in your self-pity forever. If you don't go to the mighty hand of God 
that will help you persevere and win. Do you want to win? Do you like winning or losing? I like to win. You like to win? Yeah, yeah. How can I win? Where my strength comes from. The joy, the Lord is my what? Strength. He is my strength. Anybody have any thoughts? Questions? You know, preacher, whenever you go through all of what you were talking about long ago, you know, the discouragements and everything, if you give up, don't go to God, you lose all the joy. That's right. And this that's right. And Lord mercy will let you lose the joy. That's right. And what do you got to live for then? You don't. <laughs> yeah. You don't tell can't tell me that Joseph wasn't at a point in his life. Oh. What did he have to live for? I'm a slave. I'm never leaving Egypt ever again. I'll never get to see my daddy ever again. I'll never get to kiss my grandma ever again. You don't think those things entered his mind? I don't. I don't know on the time frame whether he would, if his grandma was alive or not. So I, I might be mistaken. But but you look at that and you think about that for just a second. He's saying, I mean, come on. He's at the lowest point of his life, and he didn't quit, and he did win. Not because of who he was, not because of how strong he was, but it was his his strength. In the Lord. You ever wonder, have you ever seen someone go through a trial? And come out on the other end, and you're like, man, how did they do that? How did they get through that? The only way they come out on the other side, the right way, the good way, not being bitter, not being upset, is God. Because the only way that Joseph made it on the other side of that battle was God. Because any other way, he would have been upset. And he would have been bitter. He'd have been wanting revenge. Oh, Woo! Come on! How sweet revenge is. I'm getting him back. If he didn't do it the right way. He didn't. Because he could have had Potiphar's head. Get that woman who threw me in jail. Go throw her in jail. Get Potiphar her get her, Get him and throw him in jail. I mean, he could have had revenge on anybody he wanted to. But because he went through the battle the right way. He didn't. It did, did, doing this study, it convicts me. You know why? Because I need to make sure I go through my battle the right way. And I don't want to stay in my battle. I can't stay in my discouragement. Because there's things that get you down, right? Everybody has a different spot. Look at you. I can't stay there. You gotta overcome that. And you're not gonna overcome it by these steps here. You're gonna overcome it by going to the way. By the mighty hand of God. Any other thoughts? Questions? Amen. The last thing is the blessings, and it's just a short thought, is the blessings. But you look in that verse, verse 25, 
or verse number 26, he says, The blessings of thy father have prevailed above the blessings of my progenitors unto the utmost bound of the everlasting hills. They shall be of the, on the head of Joseph and on the crown of the feet, on the crown of the head, and of him that was separate from his brothers. You know what the Bible just said there? Hey, Joseph, or the, you know what he was doing there? You're going to be blessed way more than you could ever begin to imagine because you went through the battle and you won and here's your blessing. Sometimes that blessing is winning the battle. Joseph didn't experience after he became leader of Egypt second in charge he didn't experience the type of things that he went through before because he won the battle and that was the blessing and he got to see his dad and he got reunited with his brothers that was the blessing God gave him double we talked about that three weeks ago God gave him double the land mass because of his two boys God gave him double the double the mass in the kingdom because of his two boys. But why did that take place? Because he was faithful in the battle. Yeah. He persevered. Blessed. God blessed him because of his faithfulness and his perseverance. And his, through his discouragement, because you know he was discouraged. And I'm not saying that there wasn't a down day, because you know there was. He got tired of counting, so he quit putting marks on the wall. Just persevere. Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on for the Lord. Don't you dare quit. You got too much life to live for the Lord Jesus Christ to quit. God has too much to do for us to quit. Amen. Amen. Alright. Any thoughts or questions before we close? Yes. Oh, you look at Job, what all he went and look where how God blessed him no more. That's right. He had a lot more than what he had, had lost. That's right. To begin with. That's right. And but he pressed over he, he his faith carried him through. That's right. He did. And, and I, I was saying, hey man, just just forget about God. You <laughs> he's going down. I mean his own wife told him to curse God and die. Yeah, well, that's pretty bad. She, she was but because of his faithfulness, Job, because of his faithfulness to God, God blessed him uh, with more than he started with. Yeah. Because if you will persevere through your battle, God will bless you. And you're standing there going, well, man, where's mine? I don't know where mine is. <laughs> I ought to have double what I started with. That's not what the Bible says. You know, sometimes that's how we are, right? And that's why we don't have trouble. <laughs> and that's why we don't have trouble. That's right. But just stay faithful to God. Stay faithful. Stay faithful. Stay faithful. Amen. Anybody else? All right, let's pray. Lord, I thank you for tonight. Thank you for those that are here. Lord, I'm thankful for those that are listening uh, via live stream. I pray that you will. Uh, Bless every person that, that, uh, 
that we were able to speak to tonight. But Lord, also I pray that you would encourage everyone that's here tonight. Help them uh, to stay, fight, keep on keeping on, keep on the fire in line, keep serving Jesus, keep doing what they're doing. Lord, I pray that you'd help us all to persevere. I pray that you will uh, you will just encourage each and every one of us tonight for the cause of Christ. We love you, and we thank you for all that you've done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.